eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni here with Shay Dixon to recap LSU's thrilling win over Florida, 49-42, to Shay. We were there in the press box and, um, you know, before the game, I don't know if we would have expected to be uh, saying those words, uh, an LSU win. No, it, well, it was exactly as you predicted, right? Wait, have you been right yet this year? Or do you keep going the wrong way? <laughs> no, I probably keep going the wrong way, especially against the spread. Like, I, I remember I was like, Central Michigan, they're not going to cover. They cover. McNeese, they're going to cover. They didn't cover. So against the spread, I might be have like one correct pick. I think it was the Mississippi State one. That might be it. Well, uh, I would say where do we begin? I think we know where we should begin. Ty Davis Price. The man that was screaming from the fans were screaming. Some media was screaming, bench this man, play the freshman. He's never been good enough. He now owns the LSU single game rushing record. Let's see, 36 carries, 287 yards, three touchdowns. I tweeted out the gif of Greg Jennings, Madden. I put the team on my back, and and I think it's fitting. He did, and and kudos to the O-line. You've mentioned this a lot in your breakdowns of where they can make the run game work, but their gap scheme decisions to move to don't go hat on hat anymore. Start pulling your guards, put in Jack Mashburn, um, you know, your best blocking tight end. We saw it against Kentucky. Everyone said fool's gold. Kentucky was winning. They were going to let LSU run it. No, no, no. We saw today yep. that uh, LSU's got a little bit of a run game going and look, not only the most, in LSU school history, and think about all the running backs that have played at LSU. No one has had a bigger game than Ty Davis Price, and it was the most rushing yards ever against Florida. So double record there. Um, but and I think it, and he broke Herschel Walker's record, which was set for uh, most rushing yards against the the University of Florida. So kudos to TDP, kudos to Jack Mashburn, kudos to the O line. Marlon Martinez steps in at right guard for Chase and yeah. It's evidently injured in pregame, which I'm not even sure what happens, but he didn't play. But boy, on a day, I mean, Max was 14 for 24. There were some bad moments. There were some really good moments from Max, but the storyline is the running game. And again, just like we predicted, LSU would win and they would yeah. win the ball for a school record. Yeah. 300 yeah. something yards <laughs> yep i mean max johnson those for 133 yards three touchdowns but the big thing is no interceptions from him right that's the big thing is he didn't turn the ball over and he didn't make mistakes he kept it simple um albeit there were a couple of bad throws in there i didn't think he was like great or anything but 
He turned around and handed the ball to Ty Davis Price, and the offensive line got better as the game went on, which I've never seen them do that. Like early on, I was concerned. Early on, I was like, okay, they have like they broke a couple big runs, but it didn't look sustainable. You and I were talking about that. We were like, all right, they've done some like they broke some big runs, but it's all been the defense. It was all the defense getting them in position to score. The last quarter and a half was sustainable like that was it that was ty davis price and that offensive line just running it down their throats and there was nothing they could do about it that's what we wanted to see like this whole game but i mean you, you can't complain because they finally did it they finally did it and they finally figured it out on the offensive side of the ball and i mean like like i said the defense set them up and really from the start of this game kind of set the tone oh absolutely and i think the defense look and you can Look at the flip side of the ball. They gave up 40-something points. They never blitzed, which everybody's like totally scratching their heads when Florida's out here cranking off third and 15s. I think there was one drive where I looked at you. Brody Miller tweeted it out. But on one of the scoring drives, they were like in third and 15, third and nine, third and 14, fourth and five. And they never blitzed. And they just kept converting and converting. And and it's frustrating. But and, – and I said this in my piece on my quick reactions – there's always going to be something where you can pick apart the offensive play calling or there's always going to be moments when you're giving up 40 points, you're not going to be happy with the defensive performance overall, but every time they needed something, they came up with a pick and that's kind of, and it, and it's kind of makes me chuckle because usually you would think the picks are coming when you've got really great DNs or getting after the quarterback and he makes a rush decision. You've got two all Americans at corner and they'll do the job for you. They didn't have any of that. And nope. B.J. Ojolari was great today, but their starting DNs are out. Their starting corners are out. And they have two linebackers get a pick. They have two DBs that get a pick. And, boy, Damone Clark's at the end. Beautiful. Uh, not a great throw, obviously, by Florida. But he gets way downfield, hauls in his first career pick. They're able to then chunk off a couple of plays and just run out the clock. And it was exactly what they needed. And that's what I told LSU fans. Like, we've gone through a stretch now. They're four and three. But – you've been able to complain every week. It's been bad execution. It's been bad effort. It's been this. There, was, there wasn't bad effort today. There was great effort. It was a great environment at Tiger Stadium. The weather was awesome. You beat Florida, and, and I'll continue to argue it. Everyone says LSU doesn't have a true rival. It's Florida, and I think they're 9-2 and two in the past 11 games, which is now they entered this game dead even on the record of you know Florida versus LSU, so LSU pulls ahead, but – this game always has the dramatics dating back to in the 90s. Obviously, Kevin Falk and, and that game beating the number one team in the country was huge. But even in the past handful of years, we've just seen drama after drama after drama with this game. Uh, and it delivers again. And, and boy, LSU, look again, a lot to be upset about. You, or you can be upset about on defense if you want. That's fine. They gave up a bunch of points. But Ed Orgeron said the key to beating Florida is stopping their run game and making them throw it. And that's what they did. And they yep. came away winning the turnover battle. So LSU got done what they wanted to get done. Yep. I thought it was a great day for the defense. I think Glenn Logan being back helps out a ton in the middle, especially versus the run. And just look down a bunch of pieces. Those guys came out and fought and believed. And, and every time it looked like, I mean, Matt, how many times did Florida answer? Game's oh, tied again. Game's tied again. Game's tied again. Every time LSU just went right back down and got the job done. So yep. it was fun to watch. It was good to watch a game where fans are happy. They win because 
we brought you in from North Texas, bud, coming off a uh, five and five showing last year. It hasn't been great to watch this year, but uh, that was a fun game to watch today. It was it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah, you mentioned it. It was really stopping the run for Florida, which we talked about the whole week. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think that they would hold them to 3.9 yards per carry. I mean, they're an offense that comes in averaging close to six yards a carry, number one in the SEC, and they, they stopped the quarterback run. That's the big thing, right? Their quarterbacks are their top rushers, and they stopped the quarterback run. That's the That was the biggest thing for me, and I, you hit the nail on the head. I think Neil Farrell being back is huge. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Glenn Logan being back is huge. Neil Farrell played a great game. Um, and I think you touched on it. We get, we, we just have to give a round of applause to the players that were playing. I mean, just what 20 scholarship players down, like just, I mean, all of the act, just round of applause for BJ Ojolari, Cordell flop moving outside, Dwight McLaughlin, um, Cam Lewis, all everybody. Um, like you said, Marlon Martinez stepping in at the guard position, um, for Chase and Hines going down, just everybody just giving great effort. I mean, I wasn't expecting this type of effort and this type of showing from this team. And they go out there and they played their hearts out, man. I was shocked and I was pleased with what I saw because that was a team that looked like they knew they had to win that game, like just 100%. to save their season there to a, to an extent. So give all props to the players. They, I mean, they stopped the run. They, like you said, they, they held off Florida's comeback attempt. And when they put Anthony Richardson in the game, I kind of thought it was over. I thought Florida was just going to keep going and going and going. They forced a couple picks on his uh, from him, and he only went ten to nineteen. I mean, he was still very good, obviously, but I mean, he wasn't perfect. And LSU's defense did enough to get the win, especially on that that last drive. I mean, what a what a performance! And I just all credit goes to that players and and the coaching staff. You know, like yeah. You no, and I'll give credit here. I, I know we were keeping it to a short podcast. We were just going to give y'all our quick thoughts and recap and let y'all enjoy the the day of the reality of beating Florida, but it, when we're giving shout outs here to the players, um, look, and, and the coaches, O said, look, I've been on Jake Pete's, you know what, to run the football, stick with it. When it didn't work, keep going. And he said, look, TDP was ran for a school record and they got down to fourth and goal. And you're having to play for the win right there. Obviously you've got a field goal kicker who can kick it up and get you three points easy. And they say, we're going for it. And O said afterwards, look, Jake Pete's looked at me and said, Hey, you want me to keep running it? And he said, Jake, you make the call that you feel best with. He went play action. Max makes a good move to spin around quickly, finds Jerry Jenkins wide open, touchdown, LSU wins the game. Obviously, they got a pick on defense after that to seal it, but really impressive call there by Jake Peets. I mean, dialed it up perfectly. Dre Jenkins is wide open. And I ran into Mickey Joseph, the receivers coach, after the game and looked Dre Jenkins, shout out, three touchdowns. And we know that's not going to happen every week. I mean, but – when Kayshawn Butte's out, you've got to have a committee step up. And today it was really Jure that came up in those biggest moments. And, and I said, boy, what a game for Jure. And he said, hey, look, kid just came to work all week at practice and said, hey, look, I'm dialed in. I don't know where I'm going to fit into this pecking order now that Butte's out, but I'm going to be focused. I'm going to grit this out. And he was given the opportunities. And it's not like he was out there. He wasn't playing every series. But no. when he was out there, they found him. And Max said after the game, too, that before the game, Jure told him, hey, look, I know we don't have Butte, but when we get down in the red zone, if you need me, I'm going to find myself open. And time after time after time, he did and got the game winner. So kudos to it. I mean, it's good to see that, right? He's a career program kid. He's never had that huge moment like he had today. Jack Mashburn was a quarterback on the North Shore two years ago who walked on, barely plays. 
And he's out there leading, I mean, great blocking efforts today to spring things. O-line, great blocking to spring things for TDP. So kudos to the staff, kudos to the players. And, I, and I'll say this, too, because I know everyone's saying, Shay, y'all have made it through 11 minutes of a short podcast. and You haven't said anything about, oh, don't worry about it. Let no. Scott Woodward, the AD, handle things however he wants to do it. It'll happen on his time frame. I don't think you're going to find yourself in a position as fans where you're back in the last miles days. And every week you're wondering, okay, does this win mean I'm going to save a job or not? Don't worry about it. We're just be excited that yeah. for one day you went out there and played a top 25 team and you kicked their butt and you gritted it out till the end. It was a fun environment in Tiger stadium. It was the, as a talking to a lot of fans after the game, they said, Hey, look, I know where things stand with LSU right now. But the low, the no expectations of the game made it even more fun of going out there, getting a dub, looking good, running the football, doing all these different things. And and look, Matty B, I'll tell you this, the energy on the sidelines, they were waving towels all game. They were screaming for everyone great. They were on the field. They were pumping up the crowd the whole time. And you saw the players just make a concerted effort to say, hey, guys, look, we're in this. Let's go. And yep. it paid off. We've seen this team kind of sleepwalk through games. Many times before, uh, whatever got a fire got lit under their butt this week worked because yep. boy, they came out with intensity. Yep, credit. Um, a, a lot of credit goes to Andre Anthony. I know that players only meeting, I'm sure, did something for the team uh, moving into the week. Uh, like you said, I mean, we can pick apart this game if we wanted to. Uh, a lot of areas. I mean, they they won the turnover battle four to zero, and it still barely pulled out the win. But it doesn't matter. I mean, I was thinking about it. I was walking around. All, I walked away with that game thinking, damn, you know how like. Like not that LSU can really talk right now, but for Florida fans, getting beat by LSU twice when you're favored by double digits, like that would just would that would hurt. Like that that's bad. Like imagine we were favored. All- if you combine the two favorites, they're favored by about thirty five points. Yeah, yeah, that's back to back years at this point. I'm just, so enjoy that LSU fans. Go brag to your Florida friends if you have any or whatnot. No, they don't have any Florida friends. Yeah, you probably don't, but you know the it's people walking around the stadium. Uh, you know, go brag to them. That's what you should be celebrating at this point. And you can also celebrate, which I think I'll I'll end it at the last. The other thing you can celebrate is again the youth on this team that is being asked to step up and play significant roles. Right, receivers. We can go down the list. Y'all already know it. Neighbors, Thomas, Besh. Um, you go down the list there. And then on defense, Sage Ryan gets a lot of snaps, and he looked pretty comfortable out there. I was happy with that. Mason Smith, another good game from him. Like you go on the list, the youth. Celebrated is a beast. Yep. So, yep. No, it was, uh, it was unexpected. Expect the unexpected as Julie Chen on big brother says, uh, that's kind of what we're dealing with right now in LSU season. But again, let Scott, we'll let Scott Woodward handle the Ed Orgeron and his future. I think as fans, you just enjoy being part of the ride right now because I could pull in, and I saw them all walking out of the stadium. Everyone was smiling. You're a four yep. and three LSU team. All the fans are pissed off all week. They're saying no one's going to go to the game. The people that went to that game today, every awesome. person stayed till the very last second. We even saw Auburn. Auburn was a close game to the end. People rolled out at halftime. Now, granted, it was at eight p.m., yeah, but yeah. everyone stayed. It was a good. It was just a good LSU game day environment, and. It's, I think fans are enjoying when you get that 11 a.m. win and you kind of just get to sit there the rest of the day and let everybody else sweat out their football and, and people are bragging on you on the TV and you've got Herb Street tweeting, hey, guys, I'm, I railed you on game day and, and I'm here to tell you I'm wrong. 
good, good win for the Tigers. And, and that's what we'll say. It was a good win. We've already seen the boards happy about it. So LSU nation for a day go. is okay. Yep. We will let Billy, whenever he comes on, on the podcast, I would probably, probably on Monday again, um, try to get, uh, we'll get, we'll let Billy talk about all the coach O stuff, uh, whenever you and him get on the podcast next. Uh, so that's, we'll have the big, big picture stuff for y'all. I'm just here to have fun. That's, that's what let's it is. do it. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for y'all today. Again, short podcast, check out, um, our, our podcast coming up throughout the week. Check out our content on the site at go to go two four seven. Follow us on Twitter at go two two four seven as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Our video, our handles are right here in the video at Matthew Bruni underscore and at Shay Dixon. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Subscribe, send to a friend, and we'll talk to y'all later. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.